Enjoy fun adventures as you sail away together and experience the extraordinary marriage you desire. Join us in April 2025 for the Six Pillars at Sea Marriage Getaway. Yes, we are taking Six Pillars cruising and we want you to join us. Get all the details at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash getaway. Use promo code SHIPSAHOY to get $500 off your registration today. We'll see you there. Episode 157, How to Deal with Your Parents and Your Marriage. Welcome back to One Extraordinary Marriage, where we talk about sex, love, and commitment. You're here with Elisa DiLorenzo. And Tony DiLorenzo, and we are so happy to have you here with us this week. I want to say thank you, and Elisa and I both want to say thank you for making One Extraordinary Marriage the number three podcast under marriage. That is absolutely amazing, guys, and we are so humbled and honored to be there Thank you so much. If you haven't gone on over to iTunes and rated the show, please do. If you haven't reviewed it, please do. We love it. We just got a couple of new reviews and they are just awesome. One guy gave us a four star, a couple little technicalities, but said he would have given us a six star or a four and three quarter star, six star if he could. So get on over there, rate us, review us. It is amazing who we're touching all over this world. And if you know a brother, a sister, mom, dad, cousin, uncle, anybody who's looking to make their marriage extraordinary, take it to the next level, pass on oneextraordinarymarriage.com to them. Let them hear what they can do in their marriage. And we're going to share one story with you here shortly. As always, if you want to get in touch with us about anything that has to do with your marriage and your life or what we discuss here on the podcast, you can call us at 858-876-5663 or email us at info at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. You can also get in touch with us on Facebook at One Extraordinary Marriage and also myself on Twitter at Tony M. DeLorenzo. You'll find us more and mainly together speaking on Facebook. Hey, this podcast reaches over 1,200 people each and every week, and like I said, we are currently number three podcast in iTunes Under Marriage. Our listeners are like you. They are highly motivated and action-oriented. We have very valuable sponsorship slots available, so don't wait. Be a sponsor of the One Extraordinary Marriage podcast by calling me directly. Say, hey, Tony, I want to talk to you about sponsoring the podcast, 858 876-5663 or email me directly at asktony at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. And so, you know, we titled this podcast, you know, how to deal with your parents and your marriage. And the reason that we did so is that we had received a message uh, this past week from a listener who's dealing with a very difficult situation in her marriage. And I did get permission to share a little bit of her story with you. And she's talking about her mother here. And she said, When her behavior first started, I didn't even notice it. And these are disparaging comments that are being made to her now husband. She said, and then I wanted him to confront her and I did not step up. So part of the reason I bring this up to you is to help others and remind them that supporting your spouse is the most important thing you can do. It has taken a couple of years for us to even begin to talk about this issue. My mother continues to deny any wrongdoing. 
I have sometimes accepted that my husband won't speak to my mother and that his mode of coping is to burn bridges. And at other times I have not. Have you other, ever dealt with this issue? And first and foremost, I do have to share that Tony and I did deal with this issue actually before we were even married. Yeah. We were dating and I'm, you know, just to give you a little synopsis of what happened with us. Um, we were in our senior year in college at two different universities. I had been offered a job in admissions at my university. And the day that I called Tony to tell him this, he was at a bar celebrating. Uh, he was a TA for a class and he was at a bar celebrating the end of classes with his students. And so I call him and I'm all excited. I, I don't ask if this is a good time to talk. I just kind of blurted out and he's out celebrating with his friends. We've been planning to move to the same state mm -hmm. this entire year. And then I dropped this bomb on him saying, well, I just got offered a job, you know, still 1500 miles away from you. And he's like, I'm not doing that. He said, I'm not doing the long distance thing. And you know, you're going to basically you're gonna have to choose. Yeah, I, I was, I was very adamant about that. And, and like Elisa said, it wasn't the most opportune time. I was out having a good time with all my students and other TAs and it just wasn't, what we talk about constantly here, a very good way to be communicating with one another. So I get Tony's reaction and I immediately call my parents because now I'm upset that he didn't have the reaction I wanted him to have. And I share the story with my mom. Well, my mom then goes and, and you know, typical mama bear fashion. I mean, I, I can picture myself doing this mm -hmm. 20 years from now with Abby. She tells my dad that, you know, Tony's, you know, gone ballistic and he's, you know, just upset their daughter and all this crazy stuff. So then my dad writes Tony a letter. And I wish this is, this is the thing. Yeah. Go, go, go for it. Okay. So my dad writes Tony a letter basically saying, how dare he, you know, thwart my dreams and desires. And, you know, because of Tony, I'm now not going to graduate school. And now, you know, he's not even encouraging me to accept this job. And what am I going to do? And so it's this crazy letter. So Tony calls me and says, Hey, I just got this letter from your dad. Do you know about this? Well, of course, I did not know about it because my dad did not call me before he sent the letter. And one of the things I absolutely love about my dad is his ability to put down into words exactly what he's feeling. And usually I'm on the receiving end of that in a very loving way. This, on the other <laughs> hand, was a very scathing letter. And I was by Tony, all definitions Tony was just shocked. shocked. Tony was completely shell-shocked. So I then call my dad and say, you know, keep in mind, this is two weeks before I'm to graduate from college. And I call my dad and say, here's the deal. You never got the story straight from me. I get that mom was upset for me. I get all of that. But you didn't check with me on what's going on in my relationship with Tony and what's going on here. And I said, and you have a choice. Because I knew that Tony and I were headed towards marriage. He hadn't put the ring on my finger yet, but I knew that that's, where, that's the direction that we were going. And so I told my dad in a very, um, I, I guess, brazen mode at that point in time that he either needed to apologize to Tony or he was going to make the choice not to attend my college graduation because I didn't want him there if he could not apologize to Tony. And yeah, it took every bit of gumption that I had to put that down because my dad, since the day I was born, had been looking forward to my college graduation but I drew that line in the sand and I said, here's the thing. This relationship is moving forward. And if you're going to be a part of it, you're going to respect that relationship. So Tony knew from the very beginning 
that I was going to become one with him. And, and I was willing to go toe to toe with my parents on that, on that issue, on protecting him. And it's one of the things in having a conversation with this particular listener, because she and I've gone back and forth with messages is that, you know, she, she mentioned that her mom was disrespectful of her now husband, even when they were dating. And she never stepped in. At first, she wasn't even really aware of it. I, I have a feeling that mom, you know, these are just the kind of comments that mom makes. But when it started to escalate, when her now husband said, this isn't right, she wanted him to confront his mother-in-law. And here's the thing, guys. <laughs> do not send your spouses in to do battle with your parents. Right. Don't do it. It's not going to go well. And they're your parents, so you need to confront them. And on my side, we've had issues with typically my father as well, who wants to get into what's happening. And I've had to be the one who's stepped in and I've had to say, hey, dad, this is our marriage. This is what we're doing. And yes, Elisa may be doing this certain thing that you're not pleased with, but if I'm okay with it, then you need to be okay with it. You, you know, and so I've had to get in there and have those talks with my dad as well. I didn't, and, and my dad loves Elisa like she's I'm a daughter. A daughter. He really just loves her, has always loved her from the day I brought her to California. But saying that, you know, there have been times over the years with, where he wasn't pleased with the decisions she was making. And so, again, I would step in there and go, listen, I'm okay with it. And if I'm okay with it, then you need to be okay with it. I didn't send Elisa to go talk to dad. I wasn't like, hey, well, you go talk to dad about this because this is you and him. No, I had to get in there and just say, hey, this is the way it is, dad. And he and I would have those conversations. Are they easy? No, they're, they're never easy. I love my dad to death. But just like we have talked about in marriage, when we take off those masks, right? And we get real with each other in our marriage. We are not loved less. We are loved more. And I have learned this as a, as a child and having a father that as I take off my mask and I become real with my dad, I am loved more, not less. You know, I can tell him truthfully what's up and he respects me as a husband. He respects me as a man. And we can talk together as adults. Now, you may be in a situation where your parents don't want to do that at all. They, they disrespect you. They disrespect your spouse continuously. Then you really need to make a decision if you want to keep that relationship going because it is not good for you and it is not good for your marriage. And I know you love your spouse, but there may be a time where you need to take a step away. Well, and like this listener, you know, shared with us, she feels like she's in a tug of war, you know, because she's got her mother on one hand making these remarks that she knows are not warranted. She's got her husband who's, who's not going to confront her mom and doesn't want anything to do with her mom because guess what? It's not a safe place for him. Right. 
there is no safety and he does not have the security that his wife is going to defend him. Right. And that was one of the things I shared with her is that until he feels that being in the same space with your mom, he is protected by you. He will want nothing to do with her mm-hmm. because, you know, and I, I even took it back to the Bible with her, you know, leave your mother and father and become one. And, and that's what we're called to do in our marriages. I mean, when you, when you grow up, <laughs> Make a decision that you are going to, you know, put a ring on your finger and commit the rest of your life to this person. That is your primary earthly relationship. Mm -hmm. Not the one with your mom and dad. And sometimes it's your mom and dad that have to learn how to, you know, navigate life. But it's also you saying, you know what, guys, very much like Tony told his parents, this is my marriage. This, you know, and going back to the story with Tony and my dad, I mean, they now have a great relationship. Yeah. It took years. It took years of healing and, uh, you know, awkward, you know, get togethers. Very awkward get togethers and moments. And moments. But you know what? But again, you, what do we do? We take off our masks. Mm-hmm. We get real. We talk, you know, we, we open those lines of communication. Everything we talk about when it comes to communication isn't just a communication tool that you're using with your spouse, you, you can use those tools with your kids. You can use it with your parents. You can use it with your coworkers. I mean, there are many places where you can use those communication tools. Mm-hmm. And just like in a marriage, when we have those issues and there are hurts and we need to get past those, well, then we go back to those communication tools that we have and we begin to use them. We can use those with our in-laws. We can use those with our parents. You know, those, those are vital. Those are the same tools I have used with Elisa that I've used with my dad to connect with him. I mean, my dad's old school Italian came from Italy. I mean, he's just a hard man and was when I was growing up. He's not anymore. I, I love the man. Now he's like a teddy bear. <laughs> now he's a teddy bear, but it's taken years. Listen back to, I think episode six, when I talk about prayer and you know, praying for my dad and, and hearing him say, I love you. I mean, that's, that's all because I have worked on that relationship with him. It's about picking up the phone once a week to call him and say, Hey dad, what's going on? You know, it's taken time, but the communication tools we've talked about apply to your marriage. They can apply to your folks as well. And it's, you know, it's not, a an easy situation to deal with because you know we spent the first 18 20 years of our lives following everything our parents say in Mm. theory not everything trust me i've got a 10 year old that proves we do not follow everything (laughs) our parents tell us but but that was our first relationship and so navigating how that looks like when you have a spouse it, it takes a lot of negotiation yeah. And it does take a lot of effort. You can't just get married and expect that everything's going to be hunky-dory because now there's this extra person in the dynamic with the relationship. And so you want to, you know, just like we talked about in Strip Down, very first chapter of Strip Down talks about from the top down, what are your priorities? And this is something that you need to keep in mind when dealing with your parents and your marriage. From the top down, God, your spouse, your family, that could be your immediate family, your children, it could be your extended family, but they come after your spouse. 
and, and your spouses need to know that guys, they need to know that they are second only to God in your life mm-hmm. because when they have that security, they'll be able to be in situations that are uncomfortable because they know that you've got their back. They know that you're not going to put your parents ahead of them. That gives your marriage such a stable foundation. It gives you the opportunity to, to weather those battles and weather those cha- attacks and challenges. You know, you've got to, secondly, if issues arise in your marriage with your parents, you have to be the one to confront your parents. Don't send your spouse into the lions. And I'm not saying all your parents are lions, but if I had sent Tony, if, you know, if I told Tony, well, you need to call my dad and work this out. Um, I, I wouldn't be Mrs. Tony DiLorenzo right now. I, it wouldn't have happened because my dad is, um, my dad's a stubborn man. <laughs> and when he feels his daughter has been wronged, he gets even more stubborn. And it's, it's been a fabulous thing for me growing up because he's been my biggest defender, but he also needed at that point in time to learn that our roles were changing as father and daughter. And I still need him to be my defender and I still need him to be my cheerleader, but that primary role goes to Tony and I need to protect Tony in my relationship with my dad, just like he protects and values me in my relationship with his parents. You know, you know your parents better than your spouse does. You know what buttons are going to push. You know what's going to set them off. And you've got to, you've got to value your marriage, guys. And explain to your parents that this is my, my marriage, not yours. You don't get to have the final say in what happens here. Because I'm not going to bed with you. I'm going to bed with them at the end of the day. You know? And ultimately, sometimes you're going to be forced to choose between your parents and your spouse. And your parents, because here's what's going to happen, and we've heard this many times, sometimes your parents are going to insist that it's their way or the highway. Mm-hmm. And I remember early on when we started One Extraordinary Marriage, I remember getting an email, very long email, from a listener whose parents were involved in every single aspect, from raising their children to what her husband should be doing for work to all of these different things. And it was tearing her marriage apart, and she was suffocating under the burden of her parents' involvement in her marriage. Yep. And her husband didn't, you know, very much like this listener, didn't want to deal with it anymore. And I told her the same thing. I said, you're going to have to step away from your parents. You're going to have to put distance there for not only the sake of your marriage, but your your children are not getting confused because they've got, you know, grandma and grandpa have got their own set of rules and telling them how to, you know, grow up. And you've got your set of rules and those aren't meshing. Right. Yeah. And... Unfortunately, sometimes you're going to have to put distance there. You're going to have to put some boundaries around your relationship and you're going to have to push your parents away to some extent so that you can create a safe and secure marriage. And I'm not saying that flippantly. I'm not saying it's because it's easy. I'm saying it because your marriage needs to take priority. It needs to be a safe place for both of you. You need to have those boundaries between you and your parents because they're not the ones dealing with the day-to-day of what happens in the walls of your home. That's you. 
And if your marriage is going to have a chance to survive and thrive, it's going to come from you setting up those boundaries. And it takes, it takes effort. Mm-hmm. It takes, it takes a commitment and it takes a decision. You guys need to think about what you want and which relationship is the one that you're committed to. You know, if you want to be, you know, your parent's child, if that's what you want, then you need to think about how that's impacting your role as husband or wife. And there's nothing more demoralizing than being a spouse who's being picked over, who's, who's not being picked over a mom or a dad. I mean, there's nothing more demoralizing. And as a husband, I will tell you that it will emasculate your husband and you will find that he is pulling away emotionally, spiritually, sexually, because you've basically emasculated him. And as well, husbands, if you're picking your parents over your wife, she is also going to feel the same way Mm -hmm. because her self-worth is now in the tanks. You do not value her for who she is, the beautiful woman, woman that you married. And because of that, she will also pull away emotionally and spiritually and sexually. And so you have to realize the impact this choice has. And we all have choices in life. Mm -hmm. We're all given free will. And so if you have chosen your parents to follow them and their guidance over your spouse, you're going to face some pretty tough issues in your marriage. You know, be it emotionally, be it sexually, be it spiritually, be it financially. And that's where you guys need to come together because I know of couples and the reason they put the parents above their spouse is because the parents are funding them. Maybe it's time to stand up and the two of you need to really sit down and get your cash flow plan in order so you don't have to take money from your parents. Elisa and I have taken and have been given money from my parents before in the past. It caused massive break in our relationship. It caused us not to be on the same page because you know what? That money was always hanging over our head and it's your parents who are giving us money. And you know, when they call, they want this. And I feel that they're, you know, I just, I, I feel like you are taking their side. And honestly, Thanksgiving dinner doesn't taste the same. And we have gone through many of times like that and we have turned them down. You know, love my folks, but we have turned them down because it is up to us to make it work out. And you know what? That may mean we don't get to go out to eat that often over the month. Maybe it means we don't get to get those new jeans we want during that time period of our lives but we had to make that choice. So it's something you guys got to think about. 
I get it. You, you, your, your parents may want your kids to go to that nice private school, but you can't afford it. So they're funding it. Is that really worth your relationship? Is that really worth the emotional distress that is happening in your house? Is that worth the sexual disconnect that is happening between you and your spouse? Something to think about. Yeah, because we know, you know, from hearing you guys, when you respond to the newsletter, when you, you know, email back and forth with us or put, you know, private messages up on Facebook, we know that lack of boundaries is one of the areas where you're struggling. We know that it also is lack of communication, you know, which impacts this relationship with your marriage or with your parents. We also know that that lack of time, you know, because now you're obligated to them. These are all struggles that you guys are facing. And a lot of times it also leads to lack of intimacy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we hear this time and time again. And so I've designed the 90 day relationship jumpstart as a program to help you create the extraordinary marriage you desire to address these issues of lack of boundaries, lack of intimacy, lack of communication. And, you know, I want to share it with you guys because during this 90 day program, you're going to have unlimited access to me as your personal relationship doctor, you know, so email and phone calls, you're going to have a weekly system to measure your gains and your roadblocks. We're going to do that through weekly check-ins. And you're going to have up to six private one-on-one sessions with me going through and addressing what is happening in your marriage. Because here's what we know. We know that when your marriage is working, your health is better. Mm-hmm. Your stress levels are lower. You are better able to f- handle those challenges that come, whether they come through work or they come through your parents or they come through your kids. And we know that your job performance is better because again, when things are working in the home, Things end up working everywhere else. That's what's going on out there, folks. Those that are struggling are struggling because it's not good at home. Mm-hmm. You know, so my question to you is, what are you waiting for? Some of you have been listening to us since the very beginning. And you've seen, you know, small changes in your marriage. Some of you haven't seen any changes. Some of you are going to be listening to us six months from now. And your marriage is going to look the same. So my question to you is, are you going to be in that place six months from now in the same spot where you are today? Or are you going to be living in a transformed marriage? You know, I'd love to be able to talk about the program in detail with you. You can call me today for details at 858-876-5663 or email me directly at Ask Elisa at One Extraordinary Marriage. But now's the time to get started on that 90-day relationship jumpstart. You want to be looking at summer going, yeah, you know what? We are rocking the rest of 2013 and on. That's what you want. You don't want to be starting summer going, oh, <laughs> great. Now we've got summer together. Make a difference today, guys. Make a difference in your boundaries. Just like this couple is starting to do. I've been in contact with her. She's starting to look at her relationship with her mom. She's starting to make those changes to say, you know what? I do need to value my husband. And I hadn't thought about it like that. That's what the 90 day relationship program, the jumpstart program is going to do for you. And I can't wait to talk to some of you about that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that that's an amazing program. Elisa has been working on diligently. And again, if you're interested, get in touch with her now. Don't wait don't sit around him and Han. contact her. And so as we look at these boundaries a little bit more, what are you going to do? 
You know, how do you get started on it? Right? Because one of the things that you may be facing is, well, there's some issues, but I'm not too sure where to start. I would start, and Lisa and I would both agree, is that you two need to come together. Hash it out. What, what, what's the main issues that are going on? You know, where are you feeling frustrated, neglected? Um, there's a disapproval going on. You know, where is that going on in your marriage? And you know what? I'm going to bring this up too. And when we're talking about boundaries, you may even be having boundary issues with your kids. You know, it's not just your parents. We've had boundary issues with our kids, you know, and that also can impact and it does impact your marriage. So you need to put these boundaries up, but talk about it. Sit down, understand where they are. And especially if it's with parents, then what's going to end up happening. You guys both know what the issues are and one of you or both of you are going to have to talk to your parents. And I know that's the tough one because the heart starts beating, the hands get sweaty, the breath gets shallow. It happens. I remember them. So I get it. But it's one of those times when you got to stand up and go, this is my life. This is my marriage. This is what I want out of it. Stop living in the past. Stop living under the fingertip or the thumb of your parents and their approval or disapproval of you. You are a wonderful and beautiful person. You are. And you need to know that. And you have a spouse who's right there beside you, who is right there and ready and is willing and has been telling you that. You need to move beyond your parents and let them know that you are a grown-up. You're a big guy. You're a big woman. You know, you're a big girl. <laughs> Lisa, you know, it's, it's just you are old enough. You're an adult. And yes, we still love them, but we just put these boundaries around them, around our marriage, so that way we can let, get we can be able to experience the love, the intimacy, the romance, the passion we want in our marriage. And it's it's never too late to do it. You know, if you're sensing any of this in your marriage, today is the day. Make the decision that you're going to stand up and fight for your marriage. Make a decision that you're going to get really clear with your folks on their involvement in your marriage and do it for your spouse. Yeah. Because they, they will feel a sense of security and a sense of love that they have not had up to this point. It will change the dynamic but you have to stay strong. Yeah. And as that dynamic changes, guess what you can do? You can do the seven days of sex challenge. You can, you know, that dynamic change, that emotional intimacy, you guys are digging deeper into that. You're digging deeper into your spiritual intimacy. You're digging deeper into your sexual intimacy. Mm -hmm. 
you can do the seven days of sex challenge. And what a way to sort of launch off and go, you know what? We've built up these boundaries now. Let's launch this off. We're going to start anew. We're going to start building our foundation right here, right now. 11 years after our marriage or 11 years into our marriage, we're at a crossroads. And that's when the 60 days of sex challenge came in. 11 years in, we could have gone either way. We could have gone divorced at that point in time, or we could have stuck it out and just lived our marriage the way it was going. Or we could have exploded and made it something different. And that's what we did. We built a new foundation five years ago. We wiped the slate clean and we're like, this is where we're starting from. And that's what we've done. And guess what? We got another couple who did it too. We got a, we did it. We did it. Seven days of sex. My wife and I have been married for 10 years this coming May. We have two daughters. My wife and I both are Christians and our family is very involved in our church. God has truly blessed our marriage and our family. After reading the five love languages, I knew there was much more I could be doing. That's when I found your website. I began listening to your podcast about two months ago. Awesome. Thank you. I flip-flopped between the older and the newest episode And I've listened to about half of them now. That's awesome. I like to listen to them as I'm working out in the gym. I guess talking about sex and marriage gets me pumped up. (laughs) That's great. (laughs) In several of the episodes, I had heard you guys talk about the seven days of sex challenge. I really wanted to try it, but wasn't sure my wife would go for it. I began to think about what my best approach would be. I bought the seven days ebook and sent it to her phone. I told her I'd like, yeah, I told her I'd like to try it to check it out. And get back with me. Several days went by and I heard nothing about it. But I did see her reading it a few times. One day I got a text that said, I'm a little nervous, but I'm willing. Mm. We decided to start on February 8th so that the 7th would fall on Valentine's Day. Which is great. We told you guys that would be awesome way to do it. I'll get straight to the point and just say some awesome things have happened this week. Things that haven't happened in 10 years. We have both realized the routines that have esta- that we have established have been put been putting the brakes on our intimacy. Mm. I've also witnessed her confidence being raised to the roof. Her timidness has decreased dramatically, and I believe she is understanding that God says it's okay to enjoy each other in marriage. Um, I just wanted to say thanks for all you do in your marriage ministry. God bless. I love that. From Georgia. I love from the state of Georgia. From the state of Georgia. Okay. Yes. Because you the said state. from Georgia. I, oh, that's yeah. not their no. name. It's from the state of Georgia. From the state of Georgia. Um, yes. I love that because he didn't pressure her. Yeah. It, it was, you know, yes, it was his idea. And yes, he did send the book to her phone, which I think is very cute. Uh, but it was never, well, let's do this. Let's do this. You know, I'm going to ask you, I'm going to badger you in until you do it. It's no you know, he waited until she was ready. And then I think it's really cute too, that she sent him a text saying, I- I'm nervous, but I'm willing. Yeah. Uh, you know, just even getting those little, those little baby steps going, those little texts during the day that are romantic and, and desiring. And then to see, to see him as a husband realize what has happened in his wife in seven days by making intimacy a priority in their marriage. I mean, the love that he has for her overflows in that message. You know, all of these wonderful blessings that they've experienced in one week, guys, one week of making intimacy a priority. 
What are you waiting for? Mm-hmm. What are you waiting for? You know, if you, if you think there's going to be a perfect time, if you think the stars are all going to line up and your life's going to be clear and you're going to have seven days of nothing to do to start the seven days of the sex challenge, I'm here to tell you it never happens. It will never happen. Unless you're on vacation. Even then. Yeah, but if you're on vacation and you don't have kids around, okay, it, the, the, likelihood of, the likelihood of making it happen for seven days on an exotic island or something. Okay, so if those stars all line up for you, then yes. But for most people, honey, it's not happening. I know. So start. Guys, start putting the boundaries in your marriage and start putting intimacy back into your relationship. Because I want you all to have romantic lives like this guy. Right. And they, they started a new foundation. Look at that. 10 years in. 10 years. So, They're I'm, not newlyweds. Nope. But they probably feel like newlyweds right now because they have relaunched, rebirthed their marriage. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm sure, you know, he doesn't say it, but I'm sure, that, you know, they're going to continue to do some form of the intimacy lifestyle because they've realized what this intimacy and focus on intimacy has done in their marriage. Yeah. Again, it puts the emphasis back on the two of you, not on the peripheral people in your life. You know, you're not trying to have Sunday dinner with the parents and squeeze in the seven days of sex. It's like, no, we're going to have seven days of sex. And if we can get to dinner at your house, fabulous. You know, it's about the two of you. It's about making your marriage extraordinary, making it as strong as it can possibly be. And you need to start today. Yep. And we want to hear your, we did it. It could be seven. It could be 14. It could be 60. It could be more. However many days it is, we want to hear about it because it shows the world that lives can be changed, that marriages can thrive, and that sex, love, and commitment are here to stay in marriage. So get in touch with us. We want to hear from you. 858-876-5663. Or you can email us at info at one extraordinary marriage. Dot com. Again, I want to say this podcast reaches over 1,200 people each and every week, and we're currently number three in iTunes under marriage. So if you're ready to be a part of this and be a sponsor of the One Extraordinary Marriage podcast, I want to hear from you. Hit me up directly at asktony at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. You guys, time to set up some boundaries. Might be with your parents. Might be with your kids. I don't know what it's going to be in your life and in your marriage, but take some time this week, sit down with your spouse, find out where you need to set up those boundaries so you can have that marriage you want, that you desire, so you can push everything else out of the way for some time and you guys can focus in on you, on you guys, because that is going to make a huge, huge difference in your lives. Have a fantastic week. We love you guys, and we hope that you have a blessed, blessed week. 